0: Hello and welcome to the Warhammer 40K Book Club. This is episode number six seventeen, in which we're discussing War of Secrets by Phil Kelly. I'm Jen Bozier, and I'm Carrie Honey. and this is Warhammer 40K Book Club, where we read from a crag. Every episode, we discuss a book that we've selected from the Black Library's Warhammer 40,000 catalog. We post the book on our website wh40kbookclub.com, along with questions to ponder during reading. Listeners are able to read the book and then tune in and hear our discussion. We encourage participation via Twitter, the site, or Encrypted Box channel. Spoiler warning, if you haven't yet read the book, go ahead and visit the site, check out the book and the questions, and then come back to this post. We'll be discussing the story from start to finish in great detail. As mentioned, this episode, we're discussing War of Secrets by Phil Kelly. The book is about a group of Primaris dark angels as they attempt to, I guess, suppress a Tau not an uprising but a Tau group of insurgents on a water planet (laughs) on a water planet and the secrets upon secrets it's like an onion of secrets we posted several questions to our followers and ourselves so let's dive right in first did you like the book yes i did
1: i did like the book and i'm sorry about that i didn't turn off my speakers um i did like the book a lot i um i am a dark angels fan as messed up as that really is um so this whole time with this book i was just like giggling like i read like a shesher cat through most of it it's just like oh here it comes like their secrets are going to get out like as much as i like the dark angels i would love for their cover to be blown
0: right i really liked the book i don't like the dark angels so in this I don't know how to say that, this was a compliment, but I was seething mad through most of this book. Not, in a lot of ways, I think it's a sign of how well-written it was. I, justice for <laughs> I, You guys, it wrecked me. Um, I was, throughout the first half, I was like, these guys are jerks. And then once you start to unpeel, start to pull off the layers of the onion, um, I was seething mad. But I enjoyed the whole way uh, so really liked it but I don't I cannot recall in recent memory when I have been this angry because of a book because of like what was going on in the book not because I didn't like it, it was...
1: yeah so when you texted me early on me first started you're like I have a mad crush on I was just like oh
0: <laughs> that's like oh like when you told me that you had a crush on Anders that <laughs> was like that's nice <laughs> actually yes very similar because at
1: least oh, Andrews dude. he didn't die he just you know blew up a church he
0: killed hundreds of innocent people yeah, that you was know. all you know. maybe he was a dark angel <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, which... that's totally valid <laughs> mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that <laughs> what parts of the book really stood out to you oh my god like I know, right. <laughs> what 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 didn't
1: to be totally so much. To be totally honest. Um, yeah, you know, I took so many notes in this and as I'm looking back at my notes, they're all questions that I have, which is just so fitting for a Dark Angels book. Like, True. I like first question is like, were the dark angels really here for another reason? Then I wrote dumb question because of course they are. Of course. And it's like, why did the Imperium abandon this facility? Who left that order to abandon saltire of X? Who is Goharael? Did Dothrael bless or curse Morikani's plasma rifle? And then I wrote two fifty eight. Now I can't sleep. <laughs> I don't remember what that was. Yeah, and then yeah, so it's like all questions. In the mm-hmm. Which is again, like, very fitting for a dark, dark angel's novel. But I can't really point to like what stood out to me the most, except for oh, probably like the very last
0: page. So for me, one of my so I really like movies that have an effective twist at the end. But as you can probably see from my little thing at the bottom there. One of my favorite classic movies is The Manchurian Candidate. And I also like, so actually a better example for this would be, I don't know if you remember playing the original Bioshock at the end when it is revealed, would you kindly? Suddenly you start remembering back through the game and how many times would you kindly? So I love stuff like that. So as soon as they get to the part at the end, and this was one of those special, like, I was like, Oh, you son of a bitch. When he reveals the battle stations thing. If you remember, the opening line of the book is battle stations. And then in chapter 10. Coincidentally,
1: page 258 was
0: battle stations. There you go. (laughs) So for chapter 10, is that the start of chapter 10?
1: No, no, no. No, it was where now I can't
0: sleep. It's when he's putting uh, Murakani back into hypnosis. Right. So chapter 10, when I first got there, because it's like, The Dark Angels are off doing one thing and then they're going to go back and do something and then they go off to deal and then the next chapter of the Dark Angels is them going to this world where we know as readers that the is up to no good. But I was like, oh man, that's kind of bad writing because it's, it's a little jarring and confusing. I feel like they should have explained now why and how the Dark Angels know about this. But then after the battle stations reveal, you go back and you realize the first line of chapter 10 is battle stations. Of course, there's that sense of confusion. So it was one of those things that at the time as I was reading and I was like, well, this is kind of confusing. And the characters are actually a little confused by it too. So I was like, mm, that's weird. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh, that was intentional. Yeah, because so, we don't
1: know how much time yeah. passed.
0: No, we have no idea mm-hmm. how much time passed, which is really top marks, Phil Kelly, because that was that was well done. But I love stuff like that when you look back and you go back through the book and all of a sudden you're like, eh! It's kind of like um. Spoiler alert for a 20 year old movie, it's kind of like when you watch uh, The Sixth Sense and you go back. I've seen that movie.
1: I'm kidding. That's <laughs> one I've actually seen. <laughs> it could go either way with you. I
0: don't. <laughs> that one I actually but saw in the theater. It's like that, right, when you go back and you look through it and all of a sudden it dawns on you Oh right, he's wearing the same outfit all the time. His reflection's not on that doorknob. Nobody's actually talking to him. Right, so I love stuff like that, and this just hit the sweet spot. So I was like, but also enraged me because I was like, "God damn it!" Well,
1: so. Dark Angel's gonna Dark Angel. <laughs>
0: <And> another <laughs> another part that I had marked as like one of my favorite parts was um, I'm trying to grab the kind of grab the exact quote, but it's where Farron basically tells Morikhani, he's like, you need to stop joking around, because that's not appropriate for a space marine. And Morikhani's like, yeah, you know, we've been sleeping for 10,000 years, we got woken up in a time that we still don't really understand, our current chapter is not exactly inviting, and my weapon could kill me if I used it wrong, so maybe a little sense of humor, and Farron's like, oh. Yeah, Okay i was like i hadn't considered it that way
1: because farron was trying to really impress his dark angel brothers
0: yeah taken they seriously. were seriously they were trying they really were and, the things, um, and i
1: knew from the outset because i was i was always wondering are we gonna have primary dark angels because that would be weird for many reasons. Right. And then when this happened, the OSR Primaris, like, oh, how's this going to be? Because I already know the OGs are not going to be happy. I mean, we thought the Imperial Fists got a little pissy with the Primaris coming in. Uh-huh. No, uh huh. No. Or um, how the Primaris with Cato, you know, because they're all, well, no, actually, they weren't upset. It was the Primaris. Anyway, I knew that the OGs were not going to be very inviting because I mean they're not even inviting in their own chapter I mean how long do you have to be there before they let you in on one of the big secrets like a while oh yeah because I was you know reading um angels of darkness you know the interrogator chaplain was the only one that he knew of that was in the know of the big secret and it turned out the veteran was but he was told not to tell him that he knew it's just like oh my god like you guys like, cue the guy with like the uh, the the corkboard with the strings, right. you know? Pepe Silva. Yeah, that's just kind of yeah, what exactly. I imagine uh, Azrael's uh, office looking like. He's trying oh. to keep track with who knows Easily. what. And part of it makes me you know, part of me wonders like, how much like does Azrael really know everything? Because maybe someone's keeping stuff from him. Who knows with this chapter? Who knows with this chapter? Which is kind of why I, I like it. I like the... Uh, I don't trust them for shit. <laughs> but I kind of like this, you know, this total... like They have this big dark secret. They're so afraid of letting anybody know about it that they've
0: almost forgotten who they really are. Well, so that's one of the things that stood out to me for this book because I feel as though this book is interesting <laughs> Because I feel as though if you like the Dark Angels, this book will make you like them even more. And if you don't like the Dark Angels, this book will make you hate them even more. So I feel like it'll, it'll really galvanize whichever side you fall on. And one of the things that I've always argued or joked about with the Dark Angels is that when people make the jokes about them being loyalists or being, her- loyalists or being heretics, I'm always like, no, they're neither. They're the Switzerland of the chapters because they are loyal to themselves first and foremost. Say what you will about the Inquisition. I am i make jokes all the time about how I want Robbie G to wipe them out, but how many Inquisitors have died, Imperial servants have died in the name of them hiding the secret? How many worlds have they burned in hiding the secret? And one of the things that stood out to me, and I could be wrong, it could just be me remembering this, but if you notice, they, I want to say never, but if they do, it's very, very rare, do they ever mention the Emperor or Terra or the Imperium? They mention the chapter. They mention the lion. They mention Caliban. They are Two loyal. Two of these
1: things don't long, no longer
0: exist. <laughs> Too soon, Carrie.
1: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: It's 10,000 years <laughs> ago, but, you know, whatever. So, they, uh, but they are loyal to to the dark angels and i feel as though mm-hmm. this book now again if you like the dark angels you'll be like oh this is amazing and if you don't <laughs> justice for more connie but even if you don't let it go.
1: i would still think that you are very interested in
0: the secret coming out oh oh yes and we'll talk a lot more about that um one of the other things that i have to say i have to grab the line um, Because it cracked me up. Oh, it's when they're charging the fort and the fort is shooting at the repulsor tank. And Farron, he thought of P- Peter Call in this moment, the contempt the ancient Arch would have had at the very idea of an enemy hoping to stop a repulsor tank with a volley of conventional shot. I loved that in the middle of a firefight, he's like, dude, Call would be so offended right now. <laughs> and after having read the Belisarius Call book, Yes, I think that's accurate. <laughs> I think you just be sitting there going, why? Which I liked. There were a lot of little funny one-liners in here or things that made me go. <laughs> well, like when Farron's like, we have no choice but to trust our brothers. I was like, these are not the brothers you trust. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so delving into the book. These Primaris Marines are very different than the ones we've seen previously. What do you make of their devout loyalty to Mars? Speaking of Peter Cole. That pissed me off. Really?
1: It really did. Okay. And they said, you know, you know, praise the Omnicai. I'm like, excuse you. That is not the Emperor. That is...
0: Excuse you.
1: It's not. It's... You even told me that what it really is, is some shard of a Catan
0: that
1: they're worshipping somewhere. Okay.
0: First off, that's what heretics believe you know true believers know it's really the emperor
1: after reading Belisarius Call I have a feeling that's correct it is a Catan excuse
0: me calling the Inquisition you no would not, I you would not call the Inquisition because you, you know how much me? they suck oh um, my god I just imagine them being like the Stalin era of give me ten names you <laughs> us Carrie, that's great nine more please <laughs> <laughs> like right I didn't mean to call you Miss Dial. That was dark. It's been a long day. But true. But no, like, it really,
1: really bothered me. I was like, okay. Really? Yeah, it really did. It's like, you guys are supposed to be acclimating in with the chapter. And mm-hmm. I think even Reboot Gulliman would have issues with that. Like, no, 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 no. The Emperor. You know, this started with the Emperor. Yes, he took this and made something more, but it took 10,000 years for us to get here after he decided, you know, to keep on playing with poor Felix. Um, So, I mean, I, I understand why they would have all this reverence to Mars. I was not appreciative of any of it and it and, honestly, and i admit it's a lot to do with the fact that i cannot stand belisarius call and i'm not a big fan of the tech marines they fucking creep me out okay they are amazing they creep me out i mean tech some marines of the are char- my
0: favorite
1: some of the characters i find hysterical right other than that, just because of how matter of fact that they are with things like the guy at
0: knights of mccrag
1: yes Or even, uh, you know, because I'm reading um, The First Heretic right now, and there's a tech marine on the Word Bearer ship that is just, he's cracking me up too, because he's just kind of like, okay, like I'm just here to do this, and, you know, I'm just here to chew gum and kick ass, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm just minding my own business here. Oh, look, a blood sacrifice. No, I'm just kind of doing this thing. (laughs) Um, Not relevant to me. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. Like it, it just, I guess it just felt like such a departure from who they really are. And not right. only that, but you know, when, um, gosh, what was the name of the interior chaplain? Zafrin? Zaro, uh, Zeroff. Zeroff. I and mean, he was just like, you know, do you have to keep separating yourself from us by saying for Mars? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I mean, you guys are not fighting for Mars. Mars mm-hmm. is fine. They are doing their own thing. No matter what happens, Mars is going to be fine. You guys are fighting for the Emperor and for the Imperium, not for Mars. So
0: that that bothered me. See, I actually really liked it. And I'll, so for me, on one hand, it made total sense to me. Because all of these guys were brought about by Belisarius Call. They have spent the last 10,000 years, as we learned in the Belisarius Call book, they spent the last 10,000 years getting regular visits from call they were not friendly visits um and then they talk about how much they were raised on Mars and they got they owe their very existence to Mars they owe all of their technology their armor their weapons they owe it all to Mars and so I'm actually surprised we haven't seen it before but so then as I started thinking about that I was like well the other primaris marines we've seen have been with reboot gulliman so it's one thing when you show up to the ultramarines and you're like oh by the way that's your gene father you can touch this man you can see him so then that probably inspires that okay we are ultramarines so even the guys who go down to the successor chapters okay i have seen my gene father i know him i have spoken with this man and so there's that they have that going for them and like with the imperial fists even though in i think it was in shroud of night we see and in um apocalypse mm-hmm. we see that the imperial fists are kind of hmm, on this whole primaris thing but they've still enveloped brought them into the fold so like the guy in shroud of night he's kind of belittling the primaris but he is still giving them imperial Fists jobs and duties to do right the dark angels <laughs> make it very clear that they are a different group you are your own contingent you are not us and So, and this is one of the parts that really stood out to me, too. Again, it all makes sense in the end. In the beginning, I was a little taken aback. I was like, you know, for people who keep a lot of secrets, these guys are making it really clear that they are badly obfuscating secrets. Like, they're not even making an attempt to make it look like everything's on the level. It's like they don't even care. Which, of course, then makes sense in the end, because they're wiping their minds anyway. So, who cares? But... You know, for those moments where they're sitting there, I mean, these guys, they're not even pretending like they like you. They're not even pretending like they're not keeping shit from you. So my interpretation of it was that they were just falling back on what they know. Look, we were happy on Mars. People on Mars appreciated us. Shit, yeah, no one's told us any different. Mars! You
1: know, that whole interaction, what it really reminded me is in reading Angels of Darkness... Because the, um, the phone they had captured was, was a Terran. Right. And it really reminded me of kind of the animosity between the Terrans and, yes. the, and the, Cal- the Calibanites. So this really kind yes. of felt felt that way.
0: You know what? I am actually, and we've said this a lot of times before, but I really do think we're going to start to see that because, Yes it is very much like the guys who, and I think it's in angels of darkness where the guy even posits, he's like, you know what? Everything was going swimmingly when we were with the emperor. It's not until the primarch shows yes. that we have a problem, but then he was and like, Oh, but we did, we were happy. We were <sighs> totally, totally happy. <laughs> Why would you think otherwise? but, but... <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like <laughs> we still liked Luther better. Um, the thing that, though, that I like is that in a lot of books, especially in the Horace Heresy, um, actually, you know, uh, what was the Primark book, the Gulliman Primark book. Do you remember there was that big thing between the guys who had done things the Terran way? Mm, yes, And the guys who were doing things the McCragian way. Right. Which is the Gulliman's big... thing
1: was that he was like, no, we are together. And he was pissing off Terrans mm-hmm. to bring in his... his mccragian brothers and it wasn't that he was you know going like i've never read that book twice and reading it the second time it wasn't um it really did not appear that he was like doing favoritism Mm -hmm. he was just like we we need to be together we need to work work together. And he was also trying to fight because the whole book ended up being about, you know, culture, preserving a culture. And he had the Terran saying, you got to keep our culture. And he's like, no, we don't have to keep your culture. Why can't we merge these cultures together? Right. Which, you and know, also is was going back to how he felt so horrible about destroying the, the culture of Monarchia, which is why on this planet, he was like, we can preserve this culture and then finds out there's nothing worth preserving.
0: Right. So, well, so there's that, and I think I think that you see that still in in this millennium too, with right. like because when you go back to Plague war, a lot of the stuff is he's not really even he's just basically done telling people, we've got Primaris Marines, make it work, right? So yeah. I, you see that, and that would probably make a big difference if you were of Gulliman, right? And you get to see him there, and he's saying, "Hey, you got to listen to me." When you have people who are like, you know, oh, just pay no attention to us over here. We're not, we're totally on the level, but you're not one of us. It kind of makes you wonder, like, if, um, uh, what's his name? From the Flesh Terrors. Gabriel. Oh. Yeah. If he, like, if he was given Primaris Marines. Oh, he was very clear on how he felt about that. Right. I mean, he
1: said he he didn't want Ultramarines and Flesh Terror colors.
0: Right, but, again, you have to imagine, would he be similar? You guys are not one of us. <laughs> right, so that's I, kind of what that reminded me of. So I actually thought I actually thought well, the Mars stuff was neat. Well,
1: it's also, I think, I, and I think it's this way with the Flesh Terrors as well, at least it would be for the Flesh Terrors. It's a matter of, well, who really are you? Are you one of us? are you one of Goleman's?
0: and they talk about that in here too that oh, even yeah. though these guys <laughs> i do like when morikani like uh technically we're a little bit closer related to the lion than these guys even are um they still say they're like look you're gulliman's dogs mm-hmm. so apparently we're just gonna need to wake up all the goddamn uh all the goddamn primarchs and have them be like listen up you primitive screwheads i don't I still, I do oh believe my God. the uh, theory that the lion is next.
1: If the lion comes back, oh my God, this is going to be so delicious, so
0: amazing. The They're... thing is with the lion, though, is that I give it 50 50 that he wakes up and goes, What have you assholes been doing? Or that he wakes up and goes, Just as I wanted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like he's either going to be really angry or really proud. Like, well, I, well first the first thing
1: I imagine him saying is, what happened to my planet
0: about that right um, um actually so... there's gonna be a lot of awkward conversations also your brother robbie g is now in charge anyway he's kind of the lord regent yeah he's like the guy and everybody else is m.i.a anyway we gonna battle the blondes <laughs> <laughs> which you kind of already get in unremembered empire um but yeah i give it 50 50 that he wakes up and is like this is fine (laughs) but along those lines the dark angels are not a welcoming bunch so Uh, no yeah the primaris og struggle in this it's a little weird i i think we both said this but this is probably the most aggressive we've seen but i don't think either of us were surprised
1: no, I expected it. 100% expected it. It's like they're not going to take this. They're not they don't like being told who they can bring in. And not only that, but now they're like, "Oh, by the way, so you guys have to have these people. Oh, and this is a lieutenant." Okay? <laughs> You're going to have to deal with that. So they didn't even get a chance to groom them. You know, right. what they do with their own with their own Astartes as they come in.
0: Not only that, I mean, I the way that they talk to them, which, again, makes sense when you find out that they're mind-wiping them and using them as bullet sponges. It totally makes sense, the fact that they're just like... Because in the beginning, Gabriel? Um, he was like, I mean, just absolutely looking down his nose at them and just being completely dismissive. I can't imagine that that conversation would have gone well anywhere else. <laughs> I can't imagine you would have taken that particular tone had Gullivan stand, been standing right there, for instance. Oh, I don't um, know. I really don't know. You know, you could be right, but I would imagine that the fear of, I will kill you right fucking now. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I wasn't surprised. Basically, reading through this book was me going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was pretty much everything I assumed. And I did not assume that they were mind-wiping them and using them as bullet sponges, but... When I got to that, I was like, oh, this all makes sense. Same. Same. As angry as it made me, I was like, oh, totally. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I got that same feeling when they said battle stations, like I wrote down here, now I can't sleep. Is the same feeling I got in Bioshock with the Would You Kindly.
0: Would You Kindly.
1: Um, It wasn't when it was written on the wall. Because I saw that, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then when they explain it, it's like, oh, son of a bitch. Um, Yeah, exactly.
0: All of a sudden, you're like... this all makes sense now.
1: Right. It is kind of the same thing here, but when it happened, I was like, I can't believe they're doing that. I can so believe
0: they're doing that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I guess for me, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, so I already assumed the worst of you guys, and you, you rose to the occasion. (laughs) Was it what (laughs) I originally thought,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. when Farron had to go to the apothecary, and he was like, man, why is my armor... Why did they, like, erase the data from, from my armor? And and you could hear some recordings where they were talking about what they were made of. What I thought was going on was they were kind of dissecting them and right. examining and be like, well, how can we make this, you know, in, in the future? Just to kind of see how things tick. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I didn't
0: realize it was actually much worse. Like, so much worse. So for me, I think when they first, so my first thought is I was like, oh, no, he has the side plague. And um, <laughs> one of the things is like because oh, oh, the headaches. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, every everyone's a psycher now, um, and that would have been interesting. But I wasn't sure about that, and then yeah, the whole thing with them erasing the data again. When they erased the data, I was like, well, that's that's like not even subtle. Like that's them, like just being like, yeah, we're fucking with you. So, but again. They didn't understand the Primaris Marines. And so, it all... Again, it was like a paint-by-number where all of a sudden something gets painted in. You're like, oh, it's a giraffe. But in this case, it's... Dark Angel fuckboys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't like the first Legion. (laughs) They're not nice people. I'm just saying. Um, No,
1: well, I mean... So when Morikhani's Prometheum Flamer exploded, I immediately turned back a few
0: pages. The plasma weapon. When he blesses it.
1: Right, because I would actually had written it down on page oh, 239. Really? Like when, when it happened, I was like, I, I even wrote, did he bless or curse it? And then I got to the explosion and I immediately went right back. I was like, that was sabotage. Even before he told fairness to sabotage. I was like, that's
0: really obvious What just what just happened there. I couldn't believe that they went that far. Only that if you were looking for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because I like when he's like, oh, sabotaged by the first, Farron's like, no, that's not, that can't be possible. Except that it was. Oh, yeah. That was (sighs) telling you, guys, the Dark Angels. So, on another side of weirdness going on in this book, the Tau now have warp capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of. Sort of. They have like... Yeah. It's like we're driving... Humanity's driving Ferraris and they just got themselves a Ford Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it totally could go on the highway too! <laughs> nice! Until someone dings the bumper. <laughs> right? It's because they're made of flint. Anyways... Gen X humor
1: um, <laughs> I don't know of what I... we're talking about just go look up the Ford Pinto and then
0: watch Top the Secret <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it was, a, it was a little famous for that uh, so a lot's going on in here what do you think is this consequence of their ha- being in the warp like the long term consequences and what do you make of their savior come about the town
1: mm-hmm i wrote down their savior who was the savior i didn't thought I wrote. so the thing.
0: savior if you recall it's this multi-armed at first i thought it was slanish i was like oh snap that's slanish but now um it's this kind of multi-armed angry happy god thing that basically cuts them open a wormhole and pushes them through and they decide hmm. that it is a god-ish thing given birth by humans who believe in the greater good so it is the warp perversion of the greater good. Oh, right. You know what? Actually, I took that to be with Slanish. I it, It's the multi-armed thing. With well, not only arms. that, but they said something that
1: was birthed. Well, the Eldar birthed Slanish.
0: Right, but... Oh, sorry, I got the, me wonders. I got the party memes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> when you murder fuck a god into an existence. <laughs> That's my favorite meme. Jazz music stops. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we we spent too so much time on reddit um oh. that but also so at first i thought of slanesh but then i'm wondering if this is something else is it just a, maybe it's just a face of slanesh is it, it just a face of zinch. one of the existing gods could be zinch he's you know a natural I
1: mean, we already saw him in this book anyways i mean zinch you know was well. it the architect of fate the master planner he can appear as anything that he wants absolutely. To, and it was Zinch and Zinch's demons that helped uh, Magnus get through the warp in the webway. So why wouldn't
0: he help someone else get through the warp again? Exactly. Why wouldn't he absolutely be like, oh, I'm kind of like your greater good. There you go. Ta-da! bye. They. Um, that's kind of weird. But I also liked the idea that so the Tau... They didn't have warp capability, and it sounds like their souls are very dim. So, there <laughs> sounds <laughs> like, <laughs> like a weird insult, doesn't it? <laughs> like, you have a very dim soul, madam. Well, unlike the Eldar, right? Who burn bright by bright. bright. Mm-hmm. So, but it sounded to me like when they were in, so years and years ago, my husband and I were driving through the country club area, which is like the hoity toity Richie Richville. And we got a flat tire and we had to pull off into one of the neighborhoods and we had to change our tire and there were people like coming out of their houses looking at us because we were driving a piece of shit honda like looking at us like you're in the wrong neighborhood darlings (laughs) i have never felt so out of place and awkward in my life like we're the poor people um it really that's the only thing i could think of when i was reading them describing being in the warp. it was almost as if the demons were looking at them like you're not supposed to be here (laughs) Because it talked about them laughing and weird. Yeah, it's like, it. like kind like, of like you guys are lost.
1: I kind of imagined it like in an aquarium except that the fish are turning and laughing at you,
0: right? You know, They're oogling
1: at you. Yeah, it's like what are you doing here? Well, you're
0: different. Has anything right. like you before. Do we want to play with you? <laughs> you know, just, right, there was a lot of that, I don't know if you're worth our time or not. Like <laughs> like the sharks circling like ooh. Mm don't know yet so i thought that was kind of interesting but again (laughs) i the thing that gave me the most concern was that i think it's twice blade he basically comes to the conclusion that this warp shit is crazy and the humans clearly are the ones feeding this so we really need to not be bringing any more of them into our fold they all need to die and on one hand those guys all get you know messed up but I can't imagine, given the Tao with the whole mind control thing and their propensity to group think, anyways, they can't be the only people who come to that conclusion.
1: Oh, I mean, at the at the end, you know, after Twice Blade is kind of being called off to be executed, um, they kind of mention that they they talk about that. Yep. So it's a. Uh,
0: I feel like that'll. So we having like all the range. aliens
1: to come out to play. I mean, we got Tyranids. I mean, the orcs are always you know fucking up something.
0: I actually loved that the crute were in this. I love the crute as a race. They are so much fun. So <laughs> the chapters with them, I thought were great.
1: Absolutely love the crute.
0: Oh,
1: a lot. Aww. Just just when they're describing the smell.
0: Oh uh, yeah, no, that's not. Pl- I don't want to hang out with the crew, but I do like when they show up. I'm always like, y'all are so funny. Um, I, you know what though? Having said that, those are the only parts of the book that I really struggled with. With the Tao sections, I. I Same here. About the Tao. That's because I, I don't like the Tao I I don't. Which is so
1: funny because if you think about it, with the last Phil Kelly book that that we read, we loved the orc sections and found the ultramarine sections boring.
0: Wait, that was Ian St. Martin, wasn't it? No, that was Phil Kelly. No, Blood of Ajax. I'm looking at Oh, no, it's Robbie, Robbie McNiven. Oh, shit. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. Strike that. I take that back. <laughs> right. No, because I was like, no, the last Phil Kelly story I read was in the horror novel, and it was good. Um, He's writing, I feel bad because Phil Kelly's writing a Tao book, and I'm sure it's going to be really good because I really like his writing well, style. Well, there I are just-
1: people who like to play as the Tao. Those people are wrong. They are wrong
0: sorry i'm just kidding you, you do you i like the iron warriors so i have no judgment
1: yeah no, it's better um, than the
0: space communists <laughs> the fish people um i just yeah the tau i really struggled with the Tao chapters not because they were poorly written or anything i just the whole time i was like i just don't care i don't care about any of you guys it was interesting i liked the stuff again there were a lot of little nuggets of interesting stuff in there but it's kind of like i don't i just don't like the tau
1: well, I thought it was really funny with the whole thing that the annual he releases, you know, that greatest weapon or whatever that guy Keis was or whatever. And he doesn't get the job done because the Angels of Absolution ended up outsmarting him in the very end. Mm hmm. It just started making me giggle of thinking about all of the uh, Tao Melee memes.
0: Oh, God. Reddit. Yes. Yes, that I had the same reaction, too, where I was just like, this is why you don't go close combat, though. The whole time, I was like,
1: poor guy. Just tried so hard, didn't you? little <laughs> oh, pumpkin. You just couldn't get there.
0: You thought you were winning.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. At the same time, though, I did laugh when he was waiting outside the throne room. He's like, I can wait out here forever because one of them was going to talk.
0: That's right. <laughs> Pretty much. And sure enough, they did. He's like Yeah. Like ding! Microwave's up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah I I like again, there were some good parts in it, but in the whole fact that now they are having to realize because they're also a very non secular group. And they even say like when he's talking when a uh, twice blade is describing What he saw in the warp kais is like yeah no all of this can be easily explained away as hallucinations mass hallucinations um just figments of your imagination this is none of this is real but i do like how there's twice blade is like (laughs) no friend this stuff is real so i like this idea because we've talked about how this series especially seems to be really setting up the new world of warhammer 40k post rift and now the tower kind of vaguely aware that maybe there's a reason some of the humans flock to you. It's because this chaos shit is bonkers. <laughs> and the Imperium's having some trouble. Anyway. <laughs> so, oh, what is it not? Valon. It's I mean, having trouble for 10,000 years. You know, everything was going fine. <laughs> <laughs> Until Lorgar found religion. Which <laughs> you're reading now. Um, mm-hmm. So, transitioning back over to the Space Marines, the $1,000 question. What is Farron's game here? What do you? Where do you think his loyalties ultimately are?
1: I, I did write down one quote from the, one the last page, 377. He had a feeling that within the brotherhood of the Dark Angels, keeping silent would prove the most useful skill of all. Yep. I think or I would like to think he is biding his time.
0: I would because like one to thing think that, as well. Because
1: one thing and you know, I made this joke to you that you didn't appreciate when you said when you were upset about Morcani dying, I was like, but well, he did not play the Game of Thrones well. And it's true. Uh, but the Dark Angels, it's all the Game of Thrones.
0: It is. No, uh, it's he was actually a very and I actually had the same thought as soon as he started talking i was like oh you are not dark angel material Oh no.
1: when he started talking I'm like no pumping no 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 you just don't please you don't stop, put all your cards stop. on the table dude especially not yeah. when you're on a surgical slab i mean right
0: <laughs> i think it, that i don't i don't actually know what his ploy was there i um yeah i'm not sure what his game was there the
1: i think he was but, just mad and let his emotions get the best of him and just reacted
0: yeah, I agree. I think he was just like, he's mad as hell and he's not going to take this anymore. But I, I refuse to you leave. Twisted Sister. No, that's from uh, Network, that movie. With, uh, what's his face, Albert Finney, screaming I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore! Yeah, that's why I said Twisted Sister, because we're not going to take it. Oh, well, yes, but no, the quote's from Network. It's actually not a very good movie, but like, boomers love it. Um, it's one of those movies that i'm not gonna finish that because then i'll have to say the line anyways um we so i have to believe after finding out that you have been used as a bullet sponge Hmm. multiple times these people have been jacking with your memories for god knows how long they murdered your best friend they treated with the Tao. they tried to wipe out their own successor chapter to hide a secret I can't imagine that Farron is like, but they're accepting us as one. And, you know, gosh, darn it. We just got to make the best of a bad situation. I don't know if
1: Farron believes that they killed murakani
0: Fair, but he does know everything else. I don't think he knows about the Angels of Absolution. Um. Yeah, no, remember, because when Murakani's talking to him and he says, he's like, we're going back to kill their the Taos people because they can't. They're taking out the angels of absolution. Oh, that's right. That's right. So he knows about that. He knows about all of it. He knows that they sabotaged and killed, but at least tried to kill Morikhani Mm -hmm. if they don't know that he died. And I just cannot imagine Farron, you know, Farron has been throughout the entire book, maybe a little naive, maybe a little idealistic, right? With the whole deal thing. He saves her life twice. I did really like when he kills her the third time because he's just like, nope, you don't learn.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Like that whole thing that she did just made me so mad. Me like, too. Like so you have this ch- chance for redemption. You know, we still don't exactly know who put in that order to not evacuate the planet. You know, that mm-hmm. was one mystery that was that was never solved. He is giving you this
0: chance to help evacuate the planet. And then what I have he- to imagine it was the dark angels just because they knew Goharial was in the area. The thing that makes me think about oh, it was
1: it Goharial that did it. <laughs>
0: um yeah, cuz remember he leaves.
1: He right. leaves the planet. Like but, but the the point is like she's given this chance oh, yeah. to redeem herself, come back to the Imperium, save all of these people, many people as
0: she can, and what does she do? Goes back to another group of aliens. Right. And she even says that she's like, look, I no longer believe in the Tau. But she also doesn't believe in the Imperium, obviously. Because she's, again, she's working with the Crute. And the Crute, guys, like, I mean, even if you could maybe, like, if the Dark Angels can justify working with the Tau, because this is one of the civilized races. I mean, working with the Crute or the Loxetal, that's like a step above working with the Orcs, okay? An important step. But a step nonetheless. It reminds me of um, in Mass Effect, like working with the Vortia or something like that. Right. And being like, this is fine. Um, Or uh, the other warmonger race, the Batarians. The Batarians. Yeah, they're very similar. I'd say the the Vortia is similar
1: to the Crute.
0: Yeah, the Vortia are very similar. And so there's no like you can't even like squint at that and be like, no, I understand where she's coming from on this. Oh, dumbass. As soon as she went to the crew ship, and again, I think it's the mark of a good writer when I was kind of on board with her because I was like, okay, yeah, I I get, when she lays out her sob story, you're like, okay, I understand why you made this mistake, right? I was actually really on board with Diel's character. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and talks to the crew. And the whole time I'm like, you idiot! Was not happy.
1: But, again... No, but she was going to die anyway. She had the psycho plague
0: yeah, she probably was. But the fact that it was Farron, who was like, I am disappointed. Mm-hmm. That was... I, I felt... And honestly, I have a feeling that that might have been why they got inducted into the chapter. I Well,
1: that yeah. is why. Because they were like, you know, hold, we're going to see how this plays out. <laughs> right. Well, because... God, when... they crack me up so much, the Dark Angels. This is the sucker
0: <sighs> they decide. No no no, 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 no. Let's see how this goes. It's just... Well, and I also... I love how when he talks, when he's inducting them, he's basically like, yeah, you guys are just too tough of an asset for us to waste. Like, <laughs> that's not exactly warm and fuzzy. It's basically like, eh, we just don't really have much of a choice here. You're too useful. Well, that, they, oh, did, and okay. they, did,
1: they did prove that they, were, they yes. were loyal to the Imperium and that they were not going to let this human, you know, sway them. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Especially like being around the Tau and everything, that they were not getting swayed by, by any of that. So I think. Right. I, I know that, that that's it. And I think that. I imagine Farron felt very much between a rock and a hard place. I'm sure he did. It's like, okay, Raboot has to know what's going on here. So that's my big question is, is: I can't let tell him. I think he does, like, when he can. Now, the question is, when
0: can he? Because
1: he's going to be on a
0: very short leash. So that's one thing, too, is that Xerof says, okay, you're the Circle Primaris now, but I don't believe for a goddamn second two things. One, I don't believe that they're not going to keep them on a very, very short leash. God knows how. But also... Remember, the reason that the mind control thing didn't work is because they didn't understand how the primaris marines worked. Now they do. So what's to stop them from trying the same trick? Now that they have a better understanding of how the furnace works. I don't trust the dark angels. No, I do I mean, trust issues with
1: these people. And that, that, that's a very valid question, but I think that also has to go back to Azrael's court what 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 Azrael is going to say because I can't right. imagine any dark angel especially if they're going to be loyal to the dark angels that they would go against Azrael and I'm pretty sure Azrael probably did come down to everybody would be like look a <laughs> primarch has returned
0: and he said we have to do this play nice all of you oh I don't know as the dark angel I would imagine him saying give the illusion of us playing nicely well right just appear to play to play
1: nice but you know give appearances everyone appearances you know if they accidentally die in battle well, ah, omelets and eggs right right yeah you guys can go be our meat shields but I think you know them even like mentioning to them the fallen and admitting yes there's the fallen maybe in some way they might, hope that they can get them to understand why they do this with the Fallen. Right. Which is possible as well. Because they they would not want their own Legion or chapter to be um, branded as a
0: traitor. Right. For sure. And he does say, and it's this is going to be some double agent shit. Because mm-hmm. he does say at the end, he says that you can pursue leads that we can't. Not only with the, in the Ultima Founding and the works of the Primarch Gulliman, but also the Martian priesthood. So, but right. and again, there's also there's also my thing about them being loyal to the only themselves. You will put the agendas of the chapter, as stated by your superiors, before all other concerns.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, they're ba- they they are. Not only are they realizing, oh, I think that we can work with them, but it's also, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah,
0: you guys actually would be kind of useful because you know a lot of stuff that we do You
1: could get close to Gulliman for us and find out what he's up to or what the tech are up to. What about Call? Right, all of that. Mm -hmm. How many more Primaris are there? You know, is this what we're going to have to have from now on? You know, just. Oh, yeah, they all kinds of stuff that they can learn now um somehow i don't imagine gulliman coming to the rock and hugging asriel the way <laughs> he pretty much
0: much did dante no 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 i don't picture anybody hugging asriel first off i don't picture the dark angels being huggers oh you so don't think know. the lion was a hugger no imagine <laughs> <laughs> he would have just been confused <laughs> like what even are you doing right now you're touching um, me why Exactly, bad touch. Um, yeah. And I know we kind of touched, talked about this a little bit already, but how did you feel ultimately about Deal's art and her ultimate fate?
1: Well, I mean, I, I liked it. It was... Uh... I thought it was... So one thing that they talked about very early on and it's something that they talk about every single time we bring in the primaris, it's their lack of experience. Yes, yes. they have this incredible biology and their bigger, better, faster, more but they don't have the battle experience. And I think Deal for him was not just battle experience, but was just real world experience for him. Human
0: experience, as it were.
1: Right. You know, I laughed very hard when he ripped off Gabriel's cloak.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, I laughed so hard at that. And,
1: you know, gave it to her to wrap up, and he was basically like, Hey! (laughs) Oh, he was livid! That's mine! Um... And I could kind of understand why he wanted to help because I was kind of on that side too. It's like, yeah, I totally understand. Like, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't deserve, I totally get this. But then same time, you know, he gets there. He's like, why did you do this? Like I helped you. And now you're like trying to kill me. And she's like, but we had no choice. And he's like, there's always a
0: choice. There's always a choice. Well, and I thought the thing that I liked about it, as pissed with her as I was. It made sense. This is a woman who originally turned to the Tau. So, was a priestess of the Tao. Yeah, a priestess of the Tao. So, of course, of course, she would turn to the crew. She would turn to some other Xenos race, especially one that was friendly with the Tau, right? Because the crew are basically the, one of the... Um, they're the melee combat <laughs> arc of the Tau. Um, So, of course, it made sense. So, so angry with her. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you do have a bit of a track record here. Um, so I liked her arc a lot, and I liked—I thought that she played not a good villain, but a good lesson, as you said. Mm-hmm. This is now she Sometimes a, she wasn't a villain for sure. She wasn't a villain, but I think it also showed that with the dark angels that even a broken watch is right twice a day, right? Like when they're like, "Yeah, we need to kill this person because she treated with the towel," and he's like, "Oh, that's so harsh." No. They were right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe their callous ways come from experience too. Well,
1: that was awesome' just like, man, they're so like their father. I mean,
0: seriously, because the
1: lion would have been the same way, and be like, no, I don't need to explain myself. Why do I need to sugarcoat it and be nice? No, this is just how it is. Like, yeah, just
0: trust me. Right, I'm smart, pretty much. So. The biggest question, the $50,000 question, where do the Dark Angels go from here? The Angels of Absolution. I can't wait. The Angels of Absolution now, or at least one of them, the Chapter Mm -hmm. Master, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 he found a skull, one of the skulls that was the little chaosy guys, branded with the Dark Angels. Mm. You have Farron, you now have this new Circle Primaris, and we have no idea where their loyalties lie wow wow hey <laughs> like jumping ahead of thought in my mind this whole the stuff with the Tao. how well do the dark angel secrets keep and i'm not just talking about i mean the fact that they made they brokered a deal with the tau and yeah of course they're insulting them but they still brokered a deal with them mm-hmm. how well do these secrets keep well with the
1: uh well, the well, the angels of absolution. I mean, on the one hand, there's nothing about the Tao attack that was really. Oh, never mind. I was like, doesn't the that Tao that links it back? Yes, it does. I forgot because they gave him the skull, which is from Dark Angels. So the question is, with that, does he go to Azrael about that? Because if he does, then he's gonna have you know a Prometheum accident on the way out. Yeah. Plasma um,
0: or. Does he go to the Lord Regent? You know, I would like to think, or part of me wonders, like, do you think the angel's absolution, do you think he sees this dark angel skull and he's like, you know, this explains a lot. (laughs) Like, I've always had some questions and there's always been this weird secretiveness or part of me. So I think it goes either one of two ways. I think either he looks at this and he says, yeah, this explains a lot. I'm going straight to the Lord Regent. Or were they kept so in the dark that he does go to Azrael because he's like, I need some explanations for this. this shit's weird. What else do you say about it, right? Because I would like to imagine that, I guess it just depends on how far removed they are from the secretive nature of the Dark Angels, because would his first reaction be, this doesn't make any sense, there's no way that our chapters got problems, there's no way that even our people, any of our people mm-hmm. would be with chaos, is this just some like is Gahariel just some lone asshole? Which is why I think he might go to Azriel. I think you might be right. And just be
1: like, hey, okay. like well, you, you guys just just oh BT dubs, just just so you know, or more like FYI, just so you know. One of your guys is bad. One <laughs> <laughs> of your guys has a problem painted as armor black. Who that is? Yes. We'll get right on that. We just help him to
0: his (laughs) ship. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let me bless your ship. Exactly. Um I don't know. Do you think I I guess again, if does he have that type of and yes, I'm going to say this word, uh devious mind, because my husband and I actually went back and forth because I used the word devious and he was like, They're not devious, they're just calculating. They're devious AF. That's that's the same. Thing no, because calculating is more like a devious has a more sinister tone to it, which I think the dark angels okay. I think they are definitely right. more devious. You know what?
1: Potato, potato here. All right, when it comes to the no, dark angels, yes, no.
0: yes. Um, but d- does he have that kind of devious mind where he could start to put two and two together and say that okay, the skull, the towel, why would the tower have had this? Why were the tower even here? That's kind of weird like i don't know because he he's he like such an openly
1: entrusting guy he
0: also not very dark angel. i also like as i was reading through him i was like you're not a very good dark angel either like when he just allowed that guy who was possessed well because like he looked at it and he's like okay this guy okay clearly something warpy going on with this throw him in jail anyways <laughs> it's like okay but oh wait a minute hmm oh shit, no, Hmm, wait a minute, something's weird here. Because I just remembered one of the scenes. Do you remember when the guy comes up and he's like, I need to talk to the angels and that little robot guy is like, nope. And he's like, no, 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 I have a message. I need to talk to the angels. And they're like, nope. And he says, it's from an angel in black. And all of a sudden they're like, protocol overridden. Please come this way. (laughs) So, yeah, I actually, I think that then the big problem there would be, because that would imply because remember, as soon as he says the Angel in Black, even even the um, chapter master's kind of like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, great, this is all bad, go to jail. Um, do they have a knowledge? Is that something that he doesn't know that his robots know? Like, was that, was the servitor, like, that was programmed by the Dark Angels to be like, oh, somebody mentioned an Angel in Black, oh shit. Could be. I don't know, could be. But <laughs> nothing would surprise me. I, I could uh, see them having those kind of contingencies. Seriously. Like, somebody mentions anybody in black armor. Five alarm fire. Uh, just because I just can't imagine the Dark Angels letting their su- their successor chapters know anything. I just can't either. Or maybe that just becomes, like, maybe that's one of the burdens that the chapter master and the chapter master alone has to know. Like, don't tell any of your dudes. But this might come up in conversation. Like, I don't know. Again, because... They do they are a very secretive bunch. But I did I forgot about that scene. So that has to be somewhere someone some somehow knows that this is a warning sign. Um but then you also have Farron, so which we secrets. talked about. Yeah, where where do the Dark Angels go from here? I don't <laughs> know, happens, but it's gonna be What happens if Gulliman gets hold of this information? Oh it's either way it
1: okay. I can't say either way. Because if it goes where, let's say, Angel of the Absolution guy goes to Azrael, he has a car accident on the way out.
0: Oh, well. Falls down an open yep. elevator shaft.
1: Right. That's done. And then Farron learns about the fallen, and then he gets. He becomes a sympathizer. It's like, okay, I totally understand why they're doing this. I am 100% loyal to the chapter. Then we're just back to the status quo. Right. And the. The Rift, with the Rift and Gulliman. this whole time it's been this big, like, we're just yanking the tablecloth out from underneath this perfectly set banquet. And I would love for that to happen with the Dark Angels. Just to make something change. Like, something big. And it's not that I'm saying I want them to become suddenly, like, a traitor legion or, or anything. But, um, just, like...
0: 10, Maybe they years. can switch places with the Alpha Legion. You know, 10,000. The 000... Alpha Legion will finally come back and be like, we are loyalists. And the Dark Angels are like, we have problems. <laughs> we're yeah. Go. Well, cool. we're loyal. We're <laughs> Legion. It's like, we're loyal to us. <laughs> right? Like, we're Switzerland. Sorry. Actually, it, I need to make a jar that says, like, Night Lords. And I put a dollar in it every time I mention the Night Lords. But, um, the dark angels, I know. I should really. Uh, <laughs> the night, the dark. It's gonna like a cussing jar. Um, but in the Night Lords Omnibus, they really talk about. And actually, a lot of the Dark Night Lords uh, series or books talk about this too. Is that they don't care about chaos, really? Some of some of them use the gods, but really, as a legion, they're totally fragmented. They don't care. They're not on board with Abaddon. They don't care about any of the Primarchs except for the Night Haunter. They're doing all of their stuff kind of semi in the name of the night haunter. They're not, you wouldn't call on them in a fight in this millennium, right? They're not similar to the dark angels. You're not calling on them in a fight. <laughs> like while oh, ball's being devastated, right? They could call out and the dark angels would be like, are there any other dark angels there? Maybe we're in black. Cause if not, we don't give a shit. Or they could just right, send like, their bullet sponge
1: primaris oh. to do it. I mean, you think about it. With them what also keeping the keeping with the Primaris, it kind of serves like two purposes for them. They can send them to be like, "This is the face of the Dark Angels," right? It's like, see, we're we're loyal. We do good stuff. Oh yeah, and now we're all gonna, of a sudden, the Dark Angels are helpful, and we're gonna go look for the Fallen while you guys are, are doing that.
0: Right. I actually thought that's actually what I was thinking at first. So, so like when Farron helped deal in the very beginning, I was like, "Oh, I knew it." It's finally going to be a helpful branch of the Dark Angels. It's going to be all the Primaris guys. Because they're off, you know, looking at that pretty bird over there. While everybody else is off doing the real work. Um, of course not, silly. They're still not going to be helpful. Um, it's, uh, yeah. I, I'm i with you. I just want it to be... I just want Goleman to find out about this.
1: Because I'm curious... Honestly, curious what he would think because, and I may write an article about this because it's been ten thousand years. It has been. It's been a very long time. Okay, it's not been that long for Gulliman. It's been a hundred since he woke up. Um, right. that has been a very long time, and I think, and he is such a reasonable person because he's got the diplomat in him, and I think if. Maybe not all the Dark hands, but like Asriel kind of came to him and be like, okay, look, this is what happened 10,000 <laughs> years problem. ago. And we're so afraid. Because 10,000 years ago, I totally understand why they were so afraid. Because that was a time of we don't know who's traitor and who's loyal. And they right. would have been just carte blanche, branded as traitors and all killed. Um, but 10,000 years, things are different. Um, I'm pretty sure they could talk to reboot and he would understand and he might even
0: try to help them he might I go back and forth on it honestly because so one of the things that I really liked recently actually reading the I thought I had it just sitting right here um, reading the Lehman Russ Primark book he there's a moment at the end between Lehman Russ and the lion they go through the whole fight so mm-hmm. if you haven't yet read that book I highly recommend it Um, But there's a moment at the end When they both get to Terra The Lion and Russ get to Terra It is post-war Everything's fucked up The Emperor's been put on the throne Um, Russ and the Lion have this awful understanding Between one another Because they realize that they're the only two Primarchs Who were absent from Terra And nobody knows why That there's always going to be this asterisk next to them Mm -hmm. That you guys weren't here because reasons, right? Everybody else was either dead or established as being busy. So there's this weirdness about it. And I don't know how Reboot would feel about that either. Like, yeah, you were the one who, you were always a secretive asshole. Because like after the events of, um, they have this heart to heart in the Unremembered Empire. When <laughs> it finally gets revealed that it's Conrad Kurz that's on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he looks at the lion and he's like, you brought Conrad Curse here and you didn't think to tell me? And he loses his shit on the lion and is like, this has always been your problem. You don't communicate at all. So I don't know. And we've already talked about how the reboot Gulliman of this millennium is very different from the pre, from even the heresy reboot. Not very different, but he definitely is a little angrier. He's also mad as hell. and not going to take it anymore. Um, Well, you know, we wake
1: up up 10,000 years later. And oh, by the way, everything you were fighting against, that's what's actually happening now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just reading this book. So (laughs) after Apocalypse, um, it's just like the laundry list. I just imagine like his inbox, right? Because after Apocalypse, like, oh, by the way, do you remember that word bearer you had us lock up? Fun story, right? Like he's got that on his plate, and then he's got all these other things, and then just adding this on too, right? That, oh, by the way, one of those Primaris that you sent, he's discovered some shit. Like, I just imagine this poor guy just being like, oh my God. <laughs> like, why didn't I think? just stay dead? I know. I like, just could take the armor off. <laughs> like, just let the poison do its work. Jesus, take the wheel. Slenish. Anyways. Or just, you know, Fulgrim! Come on, man! <laughs> just Just go back to Mortarian and just be like, dude, do me a favor. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, again, we read all these books, and a lot of the conversations come back to, what's Geliman gonna say about this? <laughs> the poor guy. That was my first well, thought when I got to the end of the book, because I was like, go, oh, boy. Because, because it's so much fun! That was so fun.
1: A Primark 10,000 years old. older than that, actually. But
0: kind of like, oh, by the way, so this is coming out now. (laughs) Right? Well, and that's, and I just, I want them to wake up the lions so bad. I want them to wake up so bad. Because I really want to see how he reacts to it. Either way. And to be honest, again, as a person who doesn't like the Dark Angels, I would be satisfied with either one because either one would make would not surprise me if he wakes up and he's like you what or if he's like excellent good job let's keep doing this (laughs) either one i'd be like oh lion (laughs) typical lion yeah it's oh man i was just
1: thinking like or lion could go tell reboot that conrad no wait he wouldn't go tell him anything (laughs) because
0: no his way no that's that's what we need is for them to reveal that Conrad's not actually dead. It's just been the world's greatest magic trick well, I was for gonna ten thousand that, years. That's
1: why he wasn't there. because.
0: Oh yeah, no, he would never. Like okay, so fun. They kind, they kind of dance around it in the Unremembered Empire, where he's kind of like you know oh, we we had some problems. Um, danger, Will Robinson. Um, yeah. So this book, I went. I think overall, I'm so happy we read this book. I liked it way better than Ashes of Prospero or um, Devastation of Ball. We talked about this before the podcast, but I still think this is like the worst named series. The Conquest series. There have been no conquests. It has all been revelations. Revelations and changes. Or as I said, they're conquests of the soul. Get out of here with that Hallmark shit. (laughs) I'm not wrong It's not the point right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, you're not Um, But yeah, it's It's such a poorly named series And yet, uh, the first two books Again, I wasn't super crazy on But, because remember right after This is uh, Apocalypse It's getting better No, there's actually one in between Which one? Uh,
1: Iron and Courage Or Iron and Honor Iron and Courage it's by Ian Saint Martin. That's why we haven't read it. Oh,
0: yeah, right. Anyways, <laughs> moving along. Um, we'll get to it eventually, I'm sure. But this, I really like this. I feel like this has set up the Dark Angels in a great position. I am super excited to see where it goes next. Right. <laughs> so,
1: like with the so with going back to De- devastation of ball. That set up everything nicely, and that you know what we have way too many successor chapters, so we're yes, just yes. wiping the slate clean, and now we got flesh tears, of blood angels, and huzzah, we're moving on. Okay, so that's just kind of nice, but Ooh. there's no, but there's no big like. I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, it's at, fair ashes of Prospero. There was the, I'd probably be much happier with ashes of Prospero, if the thousand sun didn't stay in the portal. Um, yes uh, but Agreed I, I, But at the same time I think this is a big Move for the Space Wolves And mm. that they're bringing out more Of their original Of the original brothers and oh by the way We just learned that it was Horace who told them To yeah. destroy everything So now we're going to have to unpack all of That
0: We're going to have to talk this out with our therapist a little bit
1: but yeah, same, that's true. There is that, but it's still not a, um, how is this going to change everything now? Whereas... That's fair. This book and Apocalypse were just like, oh, things
0: are happening. Like, such big <laughs> Oh, <things. really? laughs> So along those lines, our next book that we're reading, we're going back to Chris Wright, um, is Vaults of Terra, Carrion Throne. And... So my husband has already gone ahead and read both of the Voltaira books ahead of us because, of course, he has. Um, but he said that not as many world-changing things in the Carry On Throne, but some world-changing things in the next one. All I can say is, just looking at the cover, I think Chris Wright is generally genuinely worried that the Custodes are lonely. Well, now they have a buddy
1: cop thing going on here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to now yeah. and Valerian. So valerian got a friend this guy's gonna get a friend yeah he he's get, just he gets a, a inquisition friend i don't think i want that for a friend i wouldn't want that friend that's Especially lame, he's actually he's ordo heretic not lame that's what i'm looking for not lame that's a uh, that's a little uh concerning mm-hmm. that's the word it's, it's not lame it's concerning concerned. I I be friends with exactly concerned.
1: Really? Especially the Ordo Hereticus. You don't really want to be friends with them. But maybe this is one of the good guys.
0: Does that exist? They might. (laughs) We're going to find out, aren't we? I mean, Um, I mean,
1: is a heretic. Was in the beginning. I mean. (laughs) Before he turned his friend into a demon host. Raffiner was a good guy. I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you want to take us out, Carrie? I suppose. I don't know what to think now about Ravener. Anyway. So you have listened um, to the Warhammer 40k book club episode regarding War Secrets by Phil Kelly. Be sure to join us for our next book where we check out another series of Chris Raitt. Vaults of Terra, the Carrion Throne. Yes, random Imperial citizen, you are welcome. We are finally getting to this series yes we are an unofficial book club and not affiliated with the block library or any of its affiliates you can find both the vidcast and podcast on our website wh40kbookclub.com if you like this episode please like subscribe give a review and all those good things to the vidcast on youtube or the podcast on itunes google podcasts stitcher and spotify our site also has articles about our adventures in reading other Warhammer 40k books and short stories outside of the book club books. So please stay a while and read from a crag. Good night, everybody. Good night.